Hey everyone. Um, as you go through the medicine, one of the things, <clears throat> it is constantly going to target the blockage, right? So the blockage is the thing that stops the life force. And the blockage, after a while, becomes an actual energetic realm. It's almost like it's the thing that's been built within you to refuse you. It's almost as if someone it was, if someone is like screaming at you all day and telling you you're nothing or whatever that is or refusing you and that abandonment can come in many forms. You literally build within you your own self-refusal. It's almost like you build the person within you. You build that energetic message which is coming at you every day like, oh, you're not good enough or you're not pink enough or whatever it is or you're not worthy or it doesn't matter. Whatever their shit, and it's all theirs, right? Because you can't be unworthy on arrival. <laughs> You've hardly fucking shown up. So how can you even judge you're unworthy, right? You haven't been grown into anything to actually make a commentary, which is a, a crap commentary anyway, because we're all divine. So, or of this thing, whatever you want to call it, doesn't really, I don't really care what the, you call it, you know, again, Paddington, whatever. Um, of this thing, which is one thing, right? Um, so what happens in the event of, if you have to do the work as a child, instead of them having to do the work to actually help you grow into you, you literally build, you know, their sickness within you. Let's put it that way, because it's a sickness. I'm sick if I have to tell a child that it's wrong. I mean, it's just arrived for fuck's sake, right? It's my job to grow that child, right? It's not the, the job of the child to take care of your fucking issues, right? It's not my job as a two, three, four, five, six-year-old to make the adult feel good, right? It's the job of the parent to ensure the well-being of that magnificent creature that's just arrived. So, but in, in, the, in the place where you're not, where unfortunately, you know, you've, you've had to come in and, you know, start working on arrival, and figuring out how the fuck you're going to eat because you've got this crazy person around you. Um, or the person that can't deliver or can't feed you, change it, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. And it, and it comes in many different forms. I'm just, in general, it's a rejection of you. In general, it's a, you know, the person's, you know, not together and has all sorts of unfinished psychological issues, which a lot of people have, Right. The fact that you, it's, you are not the focus of that attention. And I don't mean in a narcissistic way. It's like, hello, you've just arrived. You're barely cooked. You need more cooking. Someone needs to make sure you get, right? You get rooted. It's quite simple. It's like if you enter somebody's house in the foyer, somebody's going to lead you through the house. You can't be just left in the foyer and figure out, oh, you're going to walk around this place, right? And so the issue is that you actually grow within you the version of their own sickness in a way. It's an energy that is a prevention of attaching to you. You are not worthy. So it's not a thought. It's not, it's a sculpted form. You sculpt into that form energetically. 
and within you, um, it becomes its own energy and a form. It's, it's all the refusal of you. So when people say, oh, I get stuck or I can't access or you can't access because no one gave you a mirror. You need a mirror from someone to say, oh, look at you, aren't you like, wow, what an amazing daisy or what an amazing orchid or what an amazing, right? I'm seeing you. So a lot of this journey is the medicine is chiseling away at the refusal of you. It's chiseling away at the blockages that disempower you, dis, like disconnect you from your power source. Right. And again, in the medicine, the, you know, the problems come up. In other words, you get to relive it in the medicine. You get to actually see, oh, this is the problem. A lot of us don't know what the problem is. We think we do, but we don't. And in the medicine, it, it goes directly to the site of the wound, which you may have covered up and frozen and whatever. But it it will go directly there and it depends again how big that landscape is. It could be very small, it could be very big. And depending on how big it is, it requires, you know, a slow dissolution, which means a, a you know, a, a return. You know, you're not gonna just she's not gonna just pull it all up. It's not gonna all be pulled up. It's layer by layer you're gonna understand the root cause of what the blockage is. Right? So and what happens when there's this, this working as a child instead of being taken care of, right? You're strategizing how to survive. Well, that doesn't give you a you. It just gives you a survival strategy, which is not you, right? If I have a book to show me how I'm going to, what's going to happen when the plane crashes, if I'm looking at that booklet, that's just a strategy of survival in case of, an, of, a, of a crash. It's, there's no nutrition in it. There's no feeding you. There's no rooting you, right? And so, you know, there's no you. There's only you figuring out how I'm not going to fucking die here and what does this person need because there's so, so much narcissism and... Huh? Like, what does this person need in order for me to get to even exist in this place? So, what there's a there's a massive combination of I've arrived, I'm going to fucking die, which is already terror. Then, if the person has all sorts of issues, whatever they are, they're alcoholics, they're angry, they're, uh, they're one minute they're hot, one minute they're cold. You're trying to figure out the volatility of this thing right so it's just fear upon fear of survival and then if you're being attacked or whatever or it doesn't matter then it's all terror and so that actually builds within this you they actually spill you know all their vomit into you and it and it grows within you right if i'm telling you wow it's Amazing, you wrote these letters. Amazing, you did this. You know, wow, right? You're this divine, beautiful creature which I'm here growing and in awe of because every human being is a piece of this incredible divinity. 
then that's going to root, it's going to see itself as a powerful being. But if I'm telling it it's weak, it's this, it's that, you know, you're just, what is a child doing? It's just struggling to keep up because it's always wrong. It can do no good unless it's doing what the person wants. So you're not showing up as you. No one's doing the work to take care of you and you're building your own refusal structure within you. That's, that's the cooking, right? That's the kicking of you. So the, the more the medicine bores down into your system and gets past all the stories, identities, etc., you get to this core energetic realm, which is that war. It's the tearing down of them. You're going to tear them down. And they've installed themselves in you, right? They're this whole other wall. I would say it was, it's the first wall, like the first code. So there's nowhere in that environment that you really exist. You only exist if you're showing up to... Uh, alleviate them, take, you know, whatever their demands are. As a child, you're just figuring out, like, okay, what is this? How am I going to survive here? Because ain't no one here. Right? She's crying in the corner. He's screaming and yelling or whatever. He's coming home drunk. Whatever it is. Okay, I arrived to be blossomed and gardened and grown. That's it. It's a very simple thing. I did not arrive to figure out what these fucking people's problems are and how I'm going to survive here. That's basically it. There is no you. There's just strategy for survival. And as I said, again, you know, a booklet on a plane for how to, you know, survive if the plane crashes is not, <laughs> is not a growth of you. And what happens is that you remain in this terror, all right? You build the structure of your refusal of their terror within you. That's how they hold you hostage. It's a form of hostage taking, right? There's only one way I'm going to survive, and that's, that's if I show up for the conditions that are around me. I have no self to handle those conditions because no one grew that self. No one grew the original flower, right? That just got wiped out. What's there is a survival strategy in which I'm completely disconnected to myself and in which I myself have this huge energetic field that is basically their shit, you know, like a, a, you know, a truckload of dung just like collapsed into my container and it's all the terror of them that they, they projected onto me, which now then becomes an actual structure, an energetic structure within me that's continually refusing my existence. That's what you're going to get by. That's what you have to find. If that is the case, that's the thing that you need to finally get through. So you're dealing with this thing which goes... There, there is a you, so here's the deal. There's a you on arrival. There's a script of you. There's, there's the thing that you're going to become, right? You know, 
a rose is going to become a rose. A palm tree is going to become a palm You know, something's going to become the thing. It's going to naturally evolve into it. You just need a gardener, like the same way, you know, plants need some light, some air, some rain. Right? It's going to become that. But if there's all this the scrambling of code, if there's all this terror, which is like literally the fear, then that's never going to show up. If you're like, you know, showing up to, you know, a volcanic eruption, well, yeah, there's no, no you showing up. And the medicine is going to get to that core you know, there's going to be layers and layers upon that core, that really sort of primary energetic door, a vault, you know, vault door, right? Because behind that is you. Behind that is the ignition of all your life. Behind that is all, it's like holding back this dam of your life. There is a you right, that, you know, is just pumped with all of life. Again, it's like that waterfall going, you know, it's like the, the, all the energy behind the water before it hits that edge and goes down, that's, that's revved up. The idea is to stop that, right? This, all this stuff stops it. And, you know, with me, I understood, you know, you will understand in the medicine why it was stopped. Why did the person refuse that? Right? Why were you stopped? Because that's already within you. It's built. It's built by the conditions. You literally build your own refuser. You build your own, you know, dungeon keeper that ensures that you don't ever get past the terror. And that's what you're heading towards. You're heading towards tearing down that wall. And it comes, you know, through understanding in the medicine, right? It might be bigger. The narrative might be, again, there's a cosmic theater going on of other stuff that we cannot see. You know, I was just doing all this research on you know, very sort of basic understanding of this, the evolution of the universe. And it's just insane how, to me, to see all these different, that this intelligence is creating all these different forms of itself, you know, bacteria, dinosaur, it's just like this, and this us, this, we're just another evolution of this thing. This, we have consciousness, but that's basically it particles and subatomic particles and strings and this vibrating universe of stuff of forces you know 62% of the universe is dark energy no one knows what it is 25% is dark matter no one knows what it is we know that 5% are stars and we're like 0.003% of the everything so this is a you know I understand the medicine. I mean, you are moving into this huge other realm in which the laws of time and space are changed, which you can move back and forth, and that you get to see 
what's going on for you. The outside world is full of speculation, right? Everybody's just trying to, you know, ad-libbing. Making shit up. No one will ever say, I don't know. No, they won't ever say that. I've got to know, even if I have to lie about it. In the medicine, you'll know. (laughs) There's no, you know, there's no speculation. So that's another thing about about the medicine, which is truly miraculous, is the honesty of it. You will know. You will understand. It will tear everything down for you to get to really, to the root of what refuses you of what the blockage is. And for me, over these many years, I never realized I was a complete fucking, you know, a scorched earth terrain. I mean, I mean, everything was just like a whack job, right? I'd built this very fanciful person on top of like, you know, a, a boiling, heaving, you know, continent of sewer. I don't know how I managed to keep those two separate, but survival, you do a lot of things when you need to survive, right? You have to. You have to be very creative for survival, especially as a child. But, you know, on hitting this, when you hit that wall, which is the real... I get it. It's the refuser of you. It doesn't want your life force to show up. Now, for me, it was a double whammy because... From my understanding, this isn't this thing, I call it a virus, which I ha- which showed up in another lifetime, is not from here. And it, it came specifically to take over whatever. But for me, it was like it was going to stop my life force. And again, <laughs> to root is to grow. Right? We bond we we bond where we build. We build where we bond, sorry. Right? Children are vulnerable, powerless little creatures of the source of source. I mean there's nothing there's no biggie about the cycle. You're gonna come, you're gonna blossom into something, and you're gonna die, and then you're gonna come back, and then at some point this whole place is gonna blow up and then become something else. I mean, you don't need to look at the evolution of, of the universe, right? You know, first it's it's hot space and then it's time space and then it's particles and then it's just you, <clears throat> when you look back at it, it's like, well, it has its natural intelligence that's becoming this next thing and then this next thing and then this next thing, right? Why would anyone want to stop the evolution of something? Even in one little tiny fragment of it as a human being. What happens also in this overwhelm of terror and whatever form it comes for you, and especially if it's early on, and when I say terror is that you are forced to you have to do the work. There's no one, you know, taking care of you to grow you. You have to figure out how to survive and to take care of them in a way. This certainly was my thing. I had to take care, you know, I had to fix them. 
so what happens is that in all the terror is is a disconnect from yourself. That's really, I think, the most um, overwhelming, pro- the, 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 the peak problem here is not that you're scrambled. It's not that you're terrorized. It's not that you don't grow a self. It's that there's, there's a hard stop at your arrival. There's like a drowning on arrival. And what it is, it's your compass is broken. Your umbilical cord to the everything is severed. There is a you beyond this energetic, you know, self-proclaimed dungeon keeper within you that terrorizes you to ensure that you don't grow, that you don't connect with yourself. It's not that there's no one to connect to. You're a piece of this incredible evolution that's been going on for 3.8 billion years. And just to look back at the history of it, it's just like if you, they've got these fabulous moves. It's like, oh my God, I was a rock and then I was a stone and then I was and then I was a, a fish and then I was and then It's just like, there's this thing that's doing every all of this, right? It's on a march of its own evolution. Whether you're an, you know, an, a reptilian thing in the swamps of the newly arrived, newly made earth, or you're an accountant on the 72nd Street. It's like we're all part of this insane evolution. And what this scrambling of your code or terror does is it refuses your evolution it refuses your connection to all of this and to your growth as the next you know version of this as the next expression it doesn't mean i'm not going to die i'm going to we're all going to die it's a cycle right at some point doesn't matter if you have so much plastic surgery or whatever you're kept in a cold thing for it, it's like you're gonna it's there's gonna be another evolution of us that's it we're just here in this little window of time right and then there'll be another evolution of us i don't know we'll become i don't know i have no idea but it's the ref, you know it's a refusal of your life and again it's it's this thing that stops life, and they call it the Buddhist Mara or whatever. I mean, for me, it's an actual energy within me. It's this sort of huge, constant, like, it's got to stop the connection. And it's a connection between you and the everything, right? Which is pumped with, when you arrive, you're pumped with potential, the potential of everything, the evolutionary code of 10, 13.4 13.8 billion years of evolution you've got it in your system you will become whatever but you have to have right this the right surroundings for that to happen it's simply love and care so once you've got past all your stories and you've seen all the horror, etc. What you get down to is the, the basics, which is this, for me anyway, it's this like, it's an energy of terror to, to ensure that you are terrorized. 
And it could, you know, for me, it's come from two ways. It comes from that pounding early on when you're told ridiculously amounts of time that this isn't what you they want, right? You're not this, you're not that. Why aren't you this? Why aren't you that? You're not, you know, it's you're not enough. <clears throat> I didn't want the palm tree. I wanted um, the alligator. Why are you showing up as a palm tree? You need to become an alligator. What is that? It's not you, right? None of this, any kind of person pouring their shit out in you is not your shit, it's theirs. But you get infected, overwhelmed. Again, it's like a, a truck of dung, it just comes up and it dumps its load on you. It's not your dung, right? But then you inhale that. It builds itself energetically within you. It's like their crap. And, you know, becomes you know, your own dungeon keeper. If they're telling you you're not enough, you think, oh, I'm not enough. I'm not pink enough. I'm not yellow enough. I'm not whatever, right? You have to inhale that energetic vomit. It creates a blockage within you. And it tells you you know, you cannot connect to you. And again, the cleansing is the cleansing of it and the reconnection with yourself. And you reconnect with yourself, which means you're reconnecting to your power, which means you're, you're reconnecting to the everything, which means you're reconnecting to source, which means there's an umbilical cord back right the energy of terror somebody should actually you know find out the frequency of it because it's it's the refuser of life i mean it's a great feeling to have i'm terrified there's something wrong here as an adult right you have these brand new pipes of feeling I'm terrified. There's something wrong here. What is wrong here? One of the great things about waking up and when you become aware that actually you can take off the spectacles and you can look at the world, not as a sort of powerless child, but as a, as a person that is no longer scared, is that you can say, oh, I can, I, you have all your feelings back. Oh, I... Oh, that person's a scumbag. All right, good, I don't need to be around that. Or the situation is making me uncomfortable. You can analyze that and go, well, why is it making me uncomfortable? And you don't have to project anything because now you're aware. When you're not aware, you're just projecting your, you know, vomit projectiles of all your shit on people, right? But when you're aware, you can say, Oh, I can see this and I don't like this energy. I don't like this person. I like this situation or this situation is making me uncomfortable. And you can go back and go, well, why is it making me uncomfortable? Well, because, it, you know, something happened yesterday or whatever, right? There's this reasoning around clarity and the truth of a situation. 
And then you can actually make decisions from that. You can say, well, you know, I don't like, I've, you know, I've been with this person two or three times. I don't really like them. All right. So that's it. You don't have to be around them. Or, oh, I really, this is a great, I can see the prospects of this job here and doing this. And there's, there's a reasoning, right? You're not projecting, you're seeing life or what it truly is for the situation as it truly is. I don't have to make them great or nice or, yeah, okay, I can handle that, but no, I'm not really, you know, whatever. That's what the medicine gives you once this cleansing is happening, is seeing the world for how it truly is. Not out of terror, not out of refusal, not out of anything other than this is what's happening now. And you might say, God, I wasn't, you know, when I look back, I'm thinking, fuck, I was in some fucking nightmare. I was never here. I don't even know how I survived, actually, when I think about it. That's why I definitely was some other guides helping me. But like, oh, this is here. Because when in, if you're carrying all this terror, everything is terrifying. Every act is either life or death. And there's no one. So as a child, what you realize later on, you don't realize as a child, but you sort of understand it. Well, shit, if I'm, I'm going to die, there's really no one here. There's no one that really gives a shit really here. You can't tell yourself that as a child. That's why you're inventing all these stories to find connection somewhere. But once you've done all this cleansing, you're like, what the fuck? There's this feeling of, God, I was all the fuck alone. If you're doing the job, if you're doing the work, you know, there has to be an unconditional, there's someone here, right? You can't have that feeling of, fuck, I'm all alone if I don't, right? So you're going to have to try and figure out a way to survive. That's why we're building all, putting on the spectacles, as I say, building all these false relationships, doing whatever you need to do. You're going to be reading that manual for survival over and over. What I recognize is the fear comes from, well, you're all alone. If you, if you don't do this, well, there'll be, if you change everything up, well, you're going to die because they're going to be all alone. There's no one. Well, that's the feeling of childhood, right? Because there is no one. The child knows in its gut from the conditions in which it arrives that if I do not perform, I die. And these are all the feelings that you get to through the medicine as you're being cleansed. The fact is that you're not alone. You're part of this incredible thing, whatever you want to call it. You know, Harry, George, divinity, whatever. It doesn't matter. This thing that's just this intelligence, which is just you know, building a zillion universes. It's bigger. And what do they say in these programs? I don't know, 12 step, they say, you know, give it up to something bigger, right? 
there's this fear that we're all alone. There is something bigger. I don't know what, I mean, I, in the medicine, I've come in contact with this thing. I mean, I'm at the, as I said, the foothills of this incredible magic, really, is what I call it. Call it what you were, it doesn't really matter. But it gives you information. It tells you about what's going on. And again, not an information as in, oh, you're giving me a lecture. But no, you're actually feeling and reliving the truth of what happened to you. Why it happened, who these people were, and why you have the blockage. It gives you the tools to understand. It dissolves you. It, it strengthens you by accompanying you into these very dark places. Because in that realm of terror early on, the child has two choices. There's either oblivion or acceptance of these horrific circumstances. And of course, we all choose horrific circumstances, adapt, you know, adapt, put on the glasses, make everything work, even though it's all wrong. What we come to recognize in the medicine is that you don't have to do that anymore. I don't need to keep using the same strategies of my four-year-old, because actually there's this other thing which is really my family, which is so much bigger, which is this vast intelligence which created everything and from whence we all come. In a form of a proton, in a form of a neutron, whatever the fuck it's coming in, it's coming in from this, from this thing. If you look at science, or at least the bit that they know now, because it's a funeral and it just always... Right, you realise that all these perfect formulas they're these perfect and it's just like this perfect the goldilocks menu of how we exist here and these forces of which there are many we're in this fucking stew of stuff but they work together in a particular way so In this, in this new kind of, as, as you're moving through all these, you know, all these things that you've built to survive, which are being torn down, right? Because they're no longer, you know, once you see the origin of your trauma, then everything begins to get knocked down. Like, they can't sustain themselves because you see the origin of them, right? I'm not going to be doing a tap dance if I see, you know, I'm not going to be making the king laugh as a court jester, right, if they cut your head off. If you realize it's not a king, that's an idiot. It's like, fuck that, I'm not making any more jokes. Fuck you, it's just all that. I'm out of this palace, I'm out of this whole thing, right? The same thing. None of you can sustain itself. The court jester that, you know, if it didn't make the joke, the king would cut its head off, but that whole history is gone. You're no longer a court jester, you're no longer in the palace, you're no longer making jokes. You don't need to sustain this falsehood or keep your spectacles on because you realize this is all coming from something else. 
I've seen the truth of this. I've seen the truth of them. I see, I understand. As a child, you can't see any of this. You're just a little kid, right? In the medicine, you're, you're a drone. You're in the lab being pulled apart. You know, the whole jigsaw puzzle of your existence is put in front of you. And then, again, with me, it relates back to another life in which there were entities and stuff. So in the medicine, all you're doing is dismantling and dismantling. And you're going to keep meeting these different walls. And their walls are of fear and terror. And the terror is there's no one and I'm going to die. And you have to keep piercing through these walls and say, well, yeah, there is a, a way back. I'm connected to the something which is so much bigger. And you have to keep trusting that bigger thing. I think one of the, yeah, one of the most, there's a moment, it's interesting. So if you've, if you've been severely traumatized or traumatized in any way, um, you build for the trauma because you think that's all there is. You don't even know it's trauma. You just, you're building for that environment. You build, you shape, you put on those big, thick spectacles for that environment in the belief that there's nothing else. Because as a child, you don't know. You just think there's either this or nothing. And so when the medicine comes in, it takes a while to get through you because... You know, you're wired up like a nuclear sub for survival. And you're not letting anyone in. So the medicine takes a while for the medicine, for you even to connect to the medicine. I would say, I mean, I connected, but it, to really believe in the medicine, like to really give in and surrender to the medicine and sort of get on the other side of your trauma takes a while. I mean, I think it took like three years for me, something like that. I mean, I was connected, but to fully be fully in invested in the medicine and to really truly surrender and give yourself up completely, it takes a while because you build a relationship with the medicine. But the minute you, you're invested in the medicine and you're giving up, she's going to keep pushing that and testing that trust, right? And it's just, you're just going down that rabbit hole, right? You're just like, I'm in are you really in? I'm in. Are you really in? It's like you're constantly being tested. Is how much are you going to surrender of you? How much are you going to face that fear and know that on the other side of that fear is the medicine? Because the fear is always pushing you to go back. The fear is always pushing you to like, you know, return to that old self, that kind of safe, hidden, nuclear submarine, you know. And so the battle is between your trusting the medicine and this terror, right? That says, oh, if you, you know, I'm going to frighten you back to your old self. And you have to keep saying, yep, yeah, okay. It's okay to be frightened, but I'm still 
I'm still going to trust the medicine. I'm still sitting with the medicine. I'm still trusting the medicine has my back. So it's very interesting how these forces, how the force of fear and terror and all the stuff that might have happened to you because of the trauma, their forces, the force of the dark, it's terrifying you to, to never, re, never reconnect back fully. Like, oh, I'm going to go do one retreat, blah, blah, blah. No, you are, you know, when you're going into this journey, you're going full in. There's no half pregnant. You're either all in or out. But that all in means that you're going to be tested over and over again. So when that darkness or the terror rises up, are you going to like reconstruct back into that old self? Or are you just going to sit in the terror and continue to trust the medicine? It's, it's a discipline. It's a, it's a journey. Right? How much do you trust that which is the everything, which lives in this sort of magical realm of the unknown, right? You, you're in the ceremonies, yes, and you're connecting at home. But it's not this realm. This is, it's, like, it's like a cosmic battle that's happening elsewhere that's affecting you here, right? And if we just look out into the world, there's just, everything is constant fear, right? Constant something terrible is going to happen, you're not enough, you're not pink enough, yellow enough, you're old, you're, you're whatever. It's always there's something wrong. I mean, everything is sold, so you don't experience this, right? There's got to be a ve- better version of you. And the worst thing about being traumatized is that you're thrown into the outside, and on the outside, it's just a fucking cacophony of shit, right? There's always something wrong. So, in these blockages, and the blockages show up because you can't process them, because it's too frightening, because it's too whatever, and, you know, when she really gets to the core, it's like going into a drill, right, your tooth. It's like when she gets to the core of you, and the medicine truly, she's face-to-face, right? She's like showing you, you're experiencing, this is, you know, the terror. And you're going to have to keep banging up against that wall until you get through it. And certainly for me, in this moment, it's like you, you know, I have to keep trusting the other side of this thing. Right? Because the terror terrified you into thinking there's nothing beyond the terror. If you don't agree, you're going to be alone, you're going to die. And the medicine is saying, this is a setup, right? This picture is much bigger than you think it is. For me, it goes back to another life. I was an Indian, I was sabotaged, but came back and was castrated here, right? So, you have to keep sitting and facing. It's like I hate um, roller coasters. I hate them. They're terrifying for me. 
But you have to keep sitting on the roller coaster and keep trusting. Because the terror is counting on you going back to the this falsehood, right? It's constantly threatening death. It's constantly threatening you're alone. And in the end, you have to trust life. You have to trust the other side of that fear. And the other side of that fear is life, the everything. The party that's going on. Even when the fear is saying, you know, no, you're going to die, right? right? What your heart tells you, what feels good, what feels loving, what feels honest, what feels authentic. And if you haven't had a lot of experience of that, and I certainly haven't because I was smothered in fear, it takes a lot to trust that again, right? That this is actually loving, this is actually authentic, this is actually true to me. And there's power in that place, the power of feeling that love or feeling that authenticity, of feeling that peace within you, that knowing. It's, you know, I was just thinking the other day, this feeling of sweetness and loving and authenticity and just at one, it's like, oh, oh, it's great to feel. This is what I must have felt. This is what children feel when they're loved. That sweetness, that loving, that authenticity, that the world is good, right? That's what you see in the eyes of children, right? When they're loved. It's like, oh, everything is they're just open and, and they're loved and there's no fear. No fear. So you have to keep trusting that. And you're going to be attacked by the dark. Because the dark is saying, what do you mean? Fuck that. I'm going to get rid of that. Because that's what happened early on. Right? You arrive looking for all of that love. Looking for, right? All of that mirroring of love. And that didn't happen. But in your system, you know it. And that's one of the things that medicine does, is as it cleanses you, it returns you to that place. For me, it was wrong to want love. It was wrong to be that. That wasn't available. No one was getting any of that growing up. Are you kidding? Right? That's wrong. It's wrong to want love. It's wrong to be loved. It's It's weak. I mean, it was like ridiculous, right? Again, it was the projection of their own shit. So the medicine's removing, and it's a cleansing of all of that crap, which doesn't belong to you, which isn't yours, but you got marinated in. And as it's cleansing that out of you, it's reconnecting you to the everything. In which, yeah, loving is a wonderful thing. I mean, I'm talking about loving, the feeling of that loving self, of that, oh, authentic self, of that, oh, yeah, it's nice to be nice. 
And you have to keep trusting that. And that's what finally grows you back. It's like, you know, the Petri dish in the lab. You're being grown back. That seed that was within you that just got flattened on arrival, that just got stampeded, is being re-flourished, re-blossomed. You know, if you're arriving to trauma, it's like a scorched earth thing. It's just... There's no arrival. It's just all wrong, right? I've never known what it's like to be in that situation, but I know now because of the medicine. And you have to keep trusting that. You have to keep trusting that that's what life's about. It is not about being fucking stampeded out of existence and living in terror and, you know, plain booklets on how to survive. Like you're always out at sea in the midst of a fucking storm. It's the removal. And in that removal the return of your power because your power lies when you're connected to your heart when you're in this loving place in that honest place connected to the everything connected to yourself That's what you're dealing with in this cosmic battle between the light and the dark. I think what this virus is about is keeping you in that dark, keeping you in that fear, keeping you disconnected to the the whole process of evolution. Again, I'm still going to die. You're still going to die. You're still in the cycle. But there's no fear of it when you're in the cycle of, well, this is just a cycle. If you're in con- connected to yourself and loving and you understand the cycle, you're connected throughout. It's, I don't, okay, you go. But it's really terrifying if you live your whole life in fear. It's even more fear. Now I'm going to die. Oh, fuck. I've been scared my whole life. Now I'm going to fucking die as well. What the fuck, right? It's all terror because you've had no access this unbelievable intelligence that is within all of us and whose honesty and authenticity and fierceness is what you meet in the medicine in the ceremony and again these ceremonies are terrifying they're terrifying because you meet the truth of this darkness that's why they're terrifying you already have it within you you're just exposing what you can't see within you, which has been terrifying you, but you've kept away from, right? In my first, you know, even meditating, and I, I, this is a really interesting thing. It says that I was uh, that particles are moving very fast all the time, and when there's a place when they actually settle down, that's when inflation happens. There's big bangs happen when the molecules for a second stop moving there's like a big bang and what happened to me after 13 and a half years of meditation one night was literally like a little mini big bang I just had these massive circuits of energy pouring through me I thought I was dying 
And that's when I got this very clear dream. And it wasn't a dream, it was like a, you know, this way to wherever, you know. It showed, pointed the direction of what had happened to me, which was there's this raging monster in an attic, which I had to face as a child. The terror, that thing that said no to life. No. You can't connect. You have to be fragmented. Right? In fragmentation, there's fear. There's no connection to you. There's no connection to the everything. There's no natural outgrowth. Right? There's no natural procedure. If you're in 20 pieces, you're not connected. You're not connected to yourself. You're certainly not connected to anything else. So the medicine puts you back together, reconnects you, makes you whole, connects you to your authenticity, to your heart, to love. What's damaged in most people's lives is their heart. If you, if you go to these ceremonies, it's the heart that's damaged. It's the, it's the first love affair that's like, it's broken, you know, there's, no, there's nothing. It's the first broken heart. Is the broken heart of a child with parents that don't love it, grow it. So in these ceremonies, what's terrifying is you're going to see the actual events of what happened. That's why it's terrifying. You have to relive it. You didn't want to relive it as a child. You're going to relive it now. And that's how you're being put back together. But you can only do it because you trust the medicine implicitly to heal you and that healing again takes some pretty heavy hits right in these ceremonies but it is a fierce loving medicine fierce because you're going to see everything that needs to be seen you're going to feel everything that's going to have to be felt you're going to have to understand everything that you didn't understand you're going to be seen that you were thrown into this huge landscape or used or terrified or whatever it is that happened and you're being accompanied by intelligence itself by the thing that makes everything that's coming through the plants again I don't know what it is We are in a soup, a soup of a lot of shit that we cannot see. And you get to see it in the medicine. That's why it's the most honest and terrifying exposure of you. You can't hide from yourself. You can't hide when you're there. You can try, but the medicine will find it. So in the end, it's, it's really ultimately you're tearing out the blockage. You're confronting the blockages, however they show up. For me, it's like a, a wall of 
fear that comes through me like a gargoyle, like on steroids. <laughs> Screaming and yelling. But once you've gone through the medicine and it's completely opened you up, because of course, you know, this is again another wall and fear to stop you reconnecting to the everything in which which is where your power lies in the everything in the connection to your heart the connection to your soul and consequently in that connection your connection back your power lies in the totality of your being connected to all of you which in trauma is a fragmentation of you. That's how it keeps you terrified. There's nowhere back, there's nowhere to go. There's no home to go back to, there is. In the medicine you go home, one blockage at a time, one wall at a time. Every time you knock another wall down of all the stuff that you've kept refused, you're closer to home, you're closer to the everything, you're closer to becoming that one totality back home with the everything as a flow, as a channel of life. Again, you will die. <laughs> if you call it death, it's a transformation into something else. But the thing is to be here now, alive for this little moment, for this little island between the abyss of birth and death, to be here, not to be refused this little moment by some pissed off cosmic asshole. <laughs> Bye.